Good morning, America. Good afternoon, England. This is 7 Minutes in Heaven, the sex news podcast with your hosts, Arielle oh. Kaplan <laughs> and Miriam Javitovsky. <laughs> Who's who, though? Yeah, we said each other's names. I'm, <laughs> I'm Miriam. Not to fool you. No. So, Miriam, where are you right now? I'm in Costa Rica. Oh, my God. Probably like tripping in the woods <laughs> hopefully not breaking my foot i've oh. been known to do that oh no she really has and now i'm worried about your little knees i think they're gonna get all scabby yeah i'm gonna zip line oh my god that's hot um, and eat a lot of mango Ooh, do you have <laughs> mango mango <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's an inside joke you guys yeah, wouldn't yeah, get you it wouldn't understand. <laughs> um are do you have a selfie stick i do but i'm not bringing it okay <laughs> You're unplugging. I get it. Okay. Okay. Anywho, uh, this is a special episode brought to you by us, paid for by us, uh, sponsored by us. Yeah, it's, it's the same, same thing. thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Gotta cut this redundancy. Well, the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because Valentine's Day is coming up. We'll talk about what? Well, oh yeah. What's our topic today? Toxic relationships. relationships. Woo! Woo! Yeah, uh, Valentine's Day is coming up, and I feel like people feel really pressured to be in a relationship during that time. Not that we don't feel pressure to be in a relationship during other times, mm-hmm. but just another reminder that like it's okay to be alone. It's okay to not be in a relationship. It's also okay to be in a relationship. We don't hate you for it. Um, are we recording? What? Yeah, we're recording. <laughs> I just had like to checking. keep double checking because I'm scared. We're really traumatized from the wet dreams yeah. episode that we had to re-record. Yeah. Okay. Two years ago, I went on a solo trip to Colombia, and honestly, like, not the best place to go alone. I didn't have the best time. I felt pretty lonely. And when I came Aww. back, it was Valentine's Day, so I made this Instagram caption. Oh, it was a picture of the beach with a serious. Oh my caption, god! Oh my I'm, god! It's twenty. It was twenty years ago. Wow. Yeah long captions are so 2020 yeah okay so <laughs> it was like the most vulnerable thing i'd ever posted on oh my instagram God, I'm nervous okay let's go <laughs> okay i said all right y'all i'm gonna be honest here and say that this valentine's day is freaking hard for me i'm having the post vacation blues but i'm also reflecting on a really negative relationship that took me so much time and strength to get out of and it's days like this that make me want to reach out to the ex but I know that isn't what I want and I'm tired of society telling me that I need a relationship to feel fulfilled because one, that's what got me into a messy one in the first place and two, it's untrue. Being single makes me so much more adventurous and forces me to put myself out there. No shade to those in relationships. I know how magical it is when you find that special somebody, but I want to remind everyone that somebody is not better than nobody and you should never settle. If you're in a shitty situation right now, it doesn't mean you'll never get out of it. Reach out to your friends and the people who love you. And if you feel comfortable and you're my Instagram follower, please know you could always reach out to me because I know how it fucking feels. Anyway, happy hashtag singles appreciation day to all my strong, smart, savory, wanted some alliteration, single ladies. Savory. (laughs) And I got like DMs. This was like before the podcast, a year before the podcast and everything. People like DM'd me saying, oh my God, I really felt this. Thank you for posting that. Yeah. But so you, you said you were feeling sad then but like you were so introspective and sounded like you had a lot of like epiphanies about relationships in your life and how you want to be in them yeah but i still was talking to i talked to my ex like a week after that happened (laughs) 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 gonna be honest Uh, it took a really long time to cut him out and i think even a longer time to like stop defending him 
Um, I think even on this podcast, you guys have heard me say like when we've said negative things about him, I've been like, well, he's just sick. But like, yeah, I'm not defending him anymore. Good for you, dude. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it has been uh, quite a journey mm-hmm. i've only known you without him and i'm, I'm actually very glad that yeah. i did not know it you was with tough him. <laughs> um and i'm really happy for you yeah thanks and for context y'all i was in a bad relationship like a toxic relationship um because i had never been in a relationship before and it's something i really wanted and i just wanted it at all costs mm-hmm. you know and you took all the costs i took like more costs than anyone should yeah. <laughs> and like people i loved really suffered too which yeah that's is horrible. the worst yeah. part that's the like the shitty thing i mean I, there's shitty things about everything but in toxic relationships it's not just yourself who you're hurting you're hurting the people who care about you too yeah, that was the worst part and it was like isolating because i didn't feel like i could tell these people i was still talking to him because mm-hmm. i didn't want to upset them because i already had put them through so much but that made it so much harder for me to stop talking to him because yeah. i'm like not telling other people such a vicious cycle happening. but i also like was embarrassed and didn't want them to tell me to stop talking to him you know right. i didn't want to like hear the how did you the like how did you finally break up well we, we'd been broken up for a while but we kept talking mm-hmm. so we like even though we were technically not dating anymore we still talked all the time mm-hmm. um i think it just reached a boiling point and I, this is like what people told me when i was going through it and i think what I will tell people when they go through it is that there just comes a point where you truly can't handle it anymore. Like where the person does something so egregious and they've done so many things that were so egregious, but this thing just like it, they've done it for the fifth time, the sixth time. It's like, you, it's kind of like rock bottom where you're like, I can't believe I fell for it again. I can't believe I like let myself believe all this shit again. Like I can tell you the way it really happened for me was that this guy told me he was in New York. He was living in Florida I really thought he was here and like not trying to hang out with me. That's so crazy. He kept saying like, oh, like, well, you don't want to see me. So I don't want to see you because I told him not to come to New York. But then he said he was here. Um, And then he said he was going to kill himself. Oh, my God. Kept sending me like all these like, come, I'll give you all the money I have left. I'm about to kill myself. And I don't want your 50 cents. (laughs) I called his mom or and I was like, hey, your son's telling me he's gonna kill himself i don't really know what to do and she was like he's literally in his room right now like, wow stop talking to him that's it's really good <laughs> that you reach out to him that's yeah. so hard um and that like that wasn't the first time something like that had happened and it was just like what am i fucking doing like i really cannot do this anymore damn and it was really hard for a while because no one knew or some people knew like very few people but like my family didn't know that that was the time that I stopped talking to him. Uh-huh. They thought I hadn't talked to him for a long time. So I was talking about him a lot mm-hmm. because I was like processing. And I remember my sister being like, why are you talking about this? Like, mm. you know, like it should so be over. F- yeah. Um, yeah. And even since then, like there've been times where we've rekindled, like recommunicated it, but then he always like crosses a boundary or says some weird shit where I have to like block him again. Mm-hmm. Um, and is yeah. he blocked right now? Yeah, he is. <laughs> Yeah. Hmm. what do you do with this time <laughs> we don't have to talk about it but yeah. but no he just like doesn't respect boundaries he never did and like i don't i'm not so lonely that like i need that anymore you know yeah you're a badass bitch yeah with lots like of a, love in your very, life yeah and a lot like i thought i was really confident before like when we started dating i think anyone would have told you that i was a very confident person but i just wasn't like Mm -hmm. and it's clear to me now but back then i was like i'm so confident like why am i in this situation you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i think i still felt like i needed someone there and i mean everyone should read the book trick mirror by gia talentino plug her last chapter in the book is about marriage and how like women uh, i mean her whole book sorry my phone 
popular girl. <laughs> her whole, whole book is like very feminist and talks about a lot about being a woman because obviously she's a woman and she's in a long-term relationship. And she talks about like her decision to not get married and talks about how like a lot of people, or women like lose themselves and their personhood when they get married. But I was even thinking like that happens a lot in relationships too. And that's mm-hmm. definitely what happened to me. And so I've been kind of in like a vibe of like, I obviously love is amazing, but it's not the only thing that's interesting in this world you know and like I think for a while I I was kind of boy crazy and like really looking to get in a relationship but I think now I just like I just want to be happy you know Mm, that's a good a good thing to wish for yeah that's whenever I have like an eyelash to blow away I think just like I just want to be happy and have a good life right and like when the eyelash doesn't blow away I'm like cool (laughs) I'll just go fuck myself (laughs) I just feel like like if the worst case scenario is that I don't ever find like a significant other, that doesn't mean there aren't so many significant, amazing people in my life, you know, like like I have so many great friends and like I have great sex anyway. So, so you do, you still want the sex, but the love we'll (laughs) see. I I want love too. I just don't think it's worth losing myself. Mm -hmm. That's all. Well, yeah, I feel like when you, when you, find the right person it's not that you're losing yourself and it's more of the like we're two souls who help each other grow together exactly yeah instead of one soul that like is moving takes all the nutrients (laughs) but i do think like in the society that we live in women are very much conditioned to give up themselves for their partner like yeah it makes more sense for you to not work and their partner to right to like relinquish your agency Mm -hmm, 100 percent. yeah like i do think it's very gendered i think if i was a man i would feel differently but yeah yeah. So I've been in toxic relationship, but platonically. But before I talk about that, let's just like go over like what even is a toxic relationship? Because I also think that the word toxic has become like a snowflake trigger word, <laughs> yeah. or like, you know, that people hate. But um, toxic masculinity is a very real thing. And that's like masculinity that is like detrimental to a person. For example, the narrative that like men are strong and like don't show their emotions like bottling all that up is actually really bad for you when you have Mm -hmm. that belief it's like it's just bad for society and yourself right toxic relationship well miriam just talked about how it affected her in a romantic situation yeah and well we can go through the red flags but also i think my my relationship wasn't just toxic like it was abusive yeah um yeah but yeah yeah. that's not just toxic i guess there there is a difference there too toxic is like emotional and then you are just like two people who maybe necessarily aren't right for each other sometimes i don't know yeah i think you're right like we're toxic is like kind of a loose word where some people are like my relationship was toxic but i knew them when they were in that relationship and i was like yeah so they're they're (laughs) like being dramatic and then there's like legit toxicity where you lose yourself and you don't have your agency right right um so i guess that's really it. so miriam and i both um googled <laughs> <laughs> signs of a toxic relationship and we both have um kind of different things so let's let's rattle them off you want to start you want me to start okay one they're jealous mm. they make you feel insecure and a sense of dread like whenever they text you and you're like Ugh, yeah. she used to happen to me all the time you have to be careful around them like you feel like you're walking on eggshells so you don't set them off they don't stop criticizing you mm. all you do is talk about them and like how toxic they are they're energy vampires uh, i like that because they're so toxic that they like suck all the nutrients out of you just like we were saying yeah um you can't trust them everything is always super dramatic they keep trying to change you <laughs> so these like a lot of these you can't trust them's a big one yeah i'll never forget when i started dating my ex he was like 
this was before anything serious happened. It was like, we were just fuck buddies. And he turned to me and he was like, I trust you. And I was like, I don't trust you at all. (laughs) (laughs) What? Yeah. (laughs) He's like a uh, pathological liar. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's like, everything he ever says to you is a lie. bullshit, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I would trust you too. You've got trusty vibes. Yeah. You could trust me. (laughs) Give me your social security number. (laughs) I like would. What are you going to do with it? I would just hold on to it dearly. (laughs) Beep, 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 beep. So I was in two toxic relationships and they were both kind of different. And we were all friends, actually. So one of them, um, I'll call her Jane. She and I were best friends like all of college. Um, She was this really hot girl where I thought she was hot. And when I got to school, I was like this little nerdy, unfashionable, like scared and secure fat camp. (laughs) You know, like I just I didn't fit in in the dorm that I chose. I I chose to be in like very tri-state area, Greek life oriented people. And they made me feel really insecure. And that's also just because I went in being insecure. So this girl kind of just like was attached to me. I think she wanted a friend. We were set up by our mutuals and she would text me um, this summer going into freshman year, like before we even met. And I was like, why is this girl talking to me? Like, I literally don't know her. Why is she just being like, what's good? Right. I thought this is kind of weird. <laughs> and that should have been the first red flag of her just being like very codependent. So I lost a bunch of my freshman year friends because even though she was in their sorority, because they didn't like hanging out with her. And I was like her other. Mm. And I and and the thing is, apparently everybody could see that this was happening, but nobody confronted me about it. Nobody was like, hey, are you okay? I don't mm. know about this friend of yours. Like, how are you feeling? Because I felt like the we were an odd couple where I was like the fat loser and she was like the cool beauty. Mm. And I always made excuses for her and uh it it was bad. So we graduate school and I go to New York. She goes back to where she's from and she's hitting me up being like, can I come or, or else I'm going to like go to this other state. And I really didn't want to see her. And I was like, this is at last my opportunity to not be friends with her anymore. I'm in New York City. I have a new job. I have cooler friends who actually make me feel good. And that was very new to me. Right. Uh, so I was like, I don't need this bitch. And when I was at work, I was actually at the tab with Babe. Um, I was talking about it with a bunch of the girls and they were they gave me the confidence to so it was all over Facebook Messenger um, which I prefer to do the, these things face to face but obviously wasn't going to do that um, or call her and I was just like you know what you made me feel like shit you always made me feel fat you like literally told me not to post a picture one time because my thighs look fat like what <laughs> so I, I posted I cannot believe she punched me one time when she was drunk in the stomach it was horrible oh my God. and it was like she would just say the next day like oh like I was so blackout like I don't even know that happened but like it happened a lot she was a very angry drunk right so Jeez. yeah so I finally got rid of her and like that felt so good such a weight off my shoulders and then I had this other friend who we knew who was sort of opposite where like she was really obsessed with me somehow we became friends and I think the thing was that I felt like she was sort of a parasite like a leech on my Mm. soul and loved me and like really appreciated me and that's what I was getting out of the relationship because I was so insecure and she was constantly praising me but then she didn't really bring anything to the table I felt like we could never have stimulating conversations like she enjoyed me because I was stimulating but she wasn't returning it Mm. and I was just like default hanging out with her like 
24 seven because she had a car. She would drive me around places like we would smoke together and it just was not good. So then finally, shortly after I started therapy, um, I also ended my relationship with her and it, and it wasn't the first time I had tried to I was like hey I just don't think that we're like you know similar people mm-hmm. and blah 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 but she, like I was like her number one and she put me on such a pedestal which I also even though I like that it also was like okay if you're obsessed with me then there must be something wrong with you because of the way that I viewed myself mm-hmm. but then it was just a cycle because she would be like hyping me up all the time um so I finally stopped being friends with her and this was I was still living with my mom and I had like, you know, you were my new friend. Uh, I had my friend Catherine on the Upper West Side, my other friend Allie on the Upper West Side. But like, I didn't really have a group of friends to go out with all the time, like when I wanted to. So right now, I am so happy with my social life. Mm. All of my friends are so uplifting, so kind, smart, funny, beautiful, just inside and out. And I feel amazing and so lucky to finally be at this place because I really thought I just was never going to find like a group of friends that I loved I did at camp but that was you know camp um so if you're in a toxic relationship and you're like weighing the options of whether to end it or not like I am an example a case study of what your life could look like when you get rid of that like negative energy yeah because you it it drains you like you can't go out into the world and like create these really meaningful relationships with other people when you have like a leech sucking your energy yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and like that's not to say that these people don't deserve like fulfilling relationships in their lives but they have to work on themselves because they aren't able to have healthy relationships with people yeah you know know, this girl the second one who i'm talking about she apparently started therapy and i think that i helped her get there right because her boyfriend she broke up with her boyfriend that year and then like just i don't know weeks after i broke up with her and she actually has had this pattern of where like people would just randomly stop being friends with her and i didn't want to be that to her but i had to like i couldn't right you know um but anyway i was looking up i don't know how i got to this but i was seeing that group therapy is an option for people like this for toxic people who kind Mm -hmm. of don't know how to maintain healthy relationships and like actually connect with people so toxic people can change but it's not your problem and they need like professional help uh why don't you read off your flags yeah so some of the red flags i compiled um when you're dating someone i think like it's so hard when you finally find someone who like is into you and you're like kind of you're into them and the sex is good and it's really easy to like justify all these flags but you really have to be so careful it's better to be alone than to be with a bad person so that's why i wanted to share these red flags because like if you if you find even one of these like you should honestly at least have a conversation about it if not cut this person off so the first is that they you rationalize their bad behavior to your friends like something crazy happens and your friends are like what the fuck and you're like no 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 like they're just going through a hard time right now or whatever Yeah, listen Um, to your friends yeah your friends only want the best for you um and yes they could be like harsh sometimes but i think that it's because they care exactly and their concerns are valid Mm -hmm. um another is how they handle conflict um the first time i got into a fight with my ex was the first time I realized that he liked me, but it was like such a blow. It was like the worst fight I'd ever been with, been in with someone. Like it was a full on fight, 
but that's how I realized that he liked me and that really set the tone for our relationship because that was like the only way he expressed that he cared about me was by getting really upset and oh angry god. with me oh god yeah that's terrible <laughs> it was really bad um but you know that's an extreme example but when you're in a conflict with someone there should still be love and respect um and if that's missing that's a red flag for sure and others that they constantly test your boundaries so like they keep pushing you to do things you're uncomfortable with my ex did this a lot like he was a heroin addict i would help him i would drive him to pick it up he knew that was something i was uncomfortable with but because i like he would make me feel like i had to do it mm-hmm. um you know obviously i shouldn't have um that it also includes kind of rushing into being really close or like pushing being exclusive or opening up before you're ready this one is huge and i think the biggest one um is that your gut just feels that it's wrong there was a point early on in my relationship i mean i knew for a while that it was wrong but there was a point where i did uh drugs uh, ketamine with my ex and i remember i was like pretty tripping pretty hard and there was a point where i was like i shouldn't be with you like we shouldn't be together um and that's like you have to trust your gut your gut knows what's right in every situation honestly sounds like we should all do ketamine yeah i know do some ketamine and see how you feel (laughs) um another one everything's about them and it's rarely ever about you so yeah early on in my relationship it was also a lot of texting a lot of him telling me a lot about himself and never asking me about myself Mm -hmm. um a big one all their exes are crazy um mm-hmm. and <laughs> i remember my ex literally did say like oh whenever you break up with someone they always say you were manipulative <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> i was no. like do they <laughs> that's hilarious yeah so um you know if all their exes are crazy maybe they're the problem or if they're characterizing them as crazy exactly yeah um and the last one was that they constantly deny criticize or dismiss you so like if you say something they put you down my ex didn't really do that but when we got into fights he would get really mean so that was bad (laughs) that was more of like how you handle the fight Mm. should we go into some signs of a healthy relationship yeah um be a little positive like you're allowed to just like ask for and expect the best from people and the best treatment from people and these are some things that i think are important in a relationship um The first is like you're both independent and have your own shit going on. You have your own lives and your own friend group separate from each other. And maybe your friends are friends with each other, but you don't need to be spending all your time with them to be happy. Um, You take care of yourself and have good self-esteem. So like you love yourself, even if this person, like even if that person wasn't there, Mm -hmm. you'd still love yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a hard one. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You encourage each other to like pursue your own things, even if that means leaving behind the other person. So like, I remember with my ex, I was really isolated from my friends and I spent a lot of time with him. And I remember telling him like, I miss my friends. I haven't seen them in a while. And if he was a good partner, he would have said, hey, like maybe let's not hang out tonight. And you like go and have like a girl's night or whatever. But obviously he never did that. Boo. (laughs) Um, Honesty, trust, respect. You feel secure and comfortable with this person. You feel like you can really trust them and you feel safe with them. And um, another big one for me was like, you feel able to express yourself without fear of consequences. Oh like God, I can yeah. say even something really like maybe somewhat critical of that person. And you know that they're going to like respect what you say mm-hmm. um, and take it well. Those so, are yeah. good signs. Yeah. Yeah. And how about, and um, I'm just going to describe my relationship with you platonically. Yeah. Um, I, well, actually, I think that that really all applies. Like, I can share critique with you. Um, sometimes I feel like you wouldn't tell me if you disagree with something to protect my feelings 
or something like that but I think that you're just really receptive and that's my own anxiety (laughs) but like I feel like I can trust you I can tell you things you uplift me I feel comfortable around you I also appreciate that you're really smart and have a great job you know what I think like a, a test is if you are excited to introduce your friends and your romantic lovers to other people 100 percent, yeah and if you're like i don't know if they'll like them well then either you shouldn't be friends with the person you're trying to introduce them to or your relationship is like not what you really think it is yeah um so it's a really good one Mm -hmm. yeah like i'm yeah i'm very excited to show but everybody already knows who you are and they're like can you please introduce me to her because she's just a voice in my head every week (laughs) thanks guys (laughs) okay so i guess that's it oh i love you thank you for saying all that i love you too dude (laughs) you're a really great friend oh thank you just so that they all know Um, you know but yeah i think that my my social life really kicked off with you like my new life my social life (laughs) yeah i think like my new chapter kicked off with you too yeah oh really the podcast like well yeah i think that like all kind of started happening when i stopped talking to him you know like i stopped talking to him in june like the the last straw was in june of 2019 2018 2018. and we met in september of 2018 i wouldn't have been in a place where i was like pursuing these things for myself that's fucking awesome if i hadn't cut him out wow yeah wow wow Ah, and like and miriam and my friends like hang out like yeah. we party together and it's just really fun it's and it's really like cute. i'm not nervous about anybody like meeting each other because everyone's just like good people yeah everyone's like positive and yeah, kind yeah. and like uplifting yeah i think that one time somebody came through a party and they were like um you know everyone here is like really nice and like really gassing me up and i don't know how i feel about it it's like what's going on (laughs) am i in a different dimension (laughs) that's just us baby yeah good vibes um i guess we should talk about our event right oh yeah (laughs) all right y'all you can see our cute ass faces february 9th that's a sunday and all of our cute ass friends that we were just talking about oh yeah yeah. positive forces in our lives will be there some of them are single some of them aren't yeah a good handful are (laughs) (laughs) we're both single (laughs) yeah come and get us uh so come and get us february 9th starts at seven at our Um, wicked lady tickets are 15 dollars. we'll link it in the show notes yeah or if you go to any is that on our website yeah it is okay if you go to smhpod.com you can find it there if you go to any of our bios like it's there yeah so no excuses for not buying a ticket if you can't come you could still support the show and buy a ticket and or you can be a patron patreon.com slash smhpod we have exclusive content if you're at a certain tier you get stickers and newsletters and extra content and even uh exclusive 24 hour advance um ability to purchase a ticket to our event in case they sell out uh yeah so next (laughs) event that would be useful um cool thank you for for being here today yeah Follow us on Instagram at smhpod. Email us the smhpod at gmail.com and use our code seven for 50% off your order on adameve.com because Valentine's Day is coming up and you gotta, if you don't have a partner, you should be getting your friends some vibrators. A bunch of you have asked about like partner remote control vibrators. Adam and Eve has so many. Just Google like remote vibrator and, um, you know, use our code. Yeah. Okay. Good night. Bye. Bye.